what we're really engaging in as we do the hypnotherapy today is a kind of brain training to get you into the positive psychology of how you'd like to feel going through this process, but not only how you'd like to feel, how the results will feel, a positive end state of doing all this work that you're doing. This is Daniel Ryan, and he's a hypnotherapist. It's no secret that I do not like running. So I thought, what would be the best way to enjoy working out? The first thing that popped into my head after realizing how much I dislike working out was, why don't I just get hypnotized? It might work. Jenna's uncle was hypnotized to quit smoking. My dad tried hypnosis to curb his weight. And maybe, just maybe, hypnotherapy could actually allow me to enjoy running. What could possibly go wrong? What's happening now? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you doze off? A little. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Open your eyes for a second. What's the last thing you remember? The counting. All right. Do you remember what number was the last one you heard? No. Cool. From Wonder Wheel Media in a quasi-conscious state in New York, this is Marathon Man. One man's hopefully amusing journey to run a marathon in one year's time. I'm Matt Bogart, and on this episode, I get hypnotized. Well, at least I think I do. Besides the accomplishments of jogging a few miles a day and being able to, I don't know, feel like I'm in some sort of better shape, I still dread running. I do my best to stick to the program, but I am excited when I get sick and I can't run. Seriously, that was the best part of Heatstroke. When I went to my friend Tom's wedding the other week, I realized I had to take the day off of training, which only made the reception that much better. I started to worry, though, that I may never enjoy running, which is a big deal because I have to run for a long time. I'm going to have to run for a few hours. I was talking to a runner about a month ago about his marathon training, and he told me that he would jog the perimeter of Central Park, then stop for an ice cream, only to run around the park again. It took him about three or four hours to do all of this at a leisurely pace. What a show-off. Anyway, not only was I super impressed by this, but my first question to him was, weren't you bored? The only thing I've done for three to four hours straight was when I attempted to watch a Christmas story for 24 hours on Christmas Day in 2003. So this person wasn't bored by running around the park twice and eating ice cream. He thought it was great. I, on the other hand, thought, There is no way I can jog for that long. Then I started to panic. How am I ever going to like this? How am I ever going to train for this marathon? There is no way I can do this. I don't have enough time. Can I eat cheese? This is consuming my life. I don't life. like doing this. Why am I still getting tired? Am I running right? Is it inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth? Can I have a donut for breakfast? So with all of these thoughts running through my mind, I thought to myself, to avoid all of this stress, I should just alter my reasoning. So I scheduled a hypnotherapy session with Daniel Ryan at the Center for Integrative Hypnosis. I had no idea what to expect, and I told Daniel that I was skeptical, but I had an open mind. I told him that my knowledge of hypnosis begins and ends with cartoons, and I witnessed a group hypnotized during a freshman meet-and-greet event during the first week of college. There is a lot of 
uh, there's a lot of bull There's a lot of stuff that needs to be cleared away to get a clear sense of what's actually happening. And it's a bummer that hypnotherapy and stage hypnosis even share that word because they are so far apart. And the loser in that equation is the consumer, is the person who struggles with anxiety and doesn't know what they need or where to go and, you know, suffers as a result because there's just a lack of awareness around what these things are and what they're good for. Uh, so my position as a hypnotherapist is that there is no such thing as mind control, that term as we understand it popularly. But, and this is a very, very important caveat, we are all highly suggestible and under the right circumstances and with the right social cues reinforced enough, strongly enough with repetition, we'll do things that we wouldn't think we were capable of. Uh, and that can have very positive, wonderful ramifications, such as running a marathon. So, you know, hypnotherapy is this understanding of the mind, this understanding of suggestion, this understanding of persuasion psychology filtered through the way I offer it, uh, what looks a great deal like and feels a great deal like guided meditation with an agenda and a great deal of technique. And in that experience, we are engaging in what is essentially a brain training, a brain training around the, excuse me, the positive psychology of what in your case would be all of the great stuff that you could potentially feel and experience as a result of training for and running a marathon. In other people's cases, it might be not experiencing anxiety when they see their boss or relief with the situation, tension at home or in their work or in a project, a behavior pattern, a phobia, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah. what it's, it's kind of like uh, you change someone's approach to a subject. Yeah, that's, you know, in the word for that would be reframing. There is a great deal of reframing that takes place within hypnotherapy, uh, and that's explicit in the training of a hypnotherapist. Uh, the old pattern will change, essentially, and that's what we're trying to do, is we're breaking up old loops, old behavior patterns, whatever that might be, whatever's happening in the negative. Uh, you know, and even more specifically, what I'm gonna offer the person that I work with is a context for them to change within they will fill in all of the content. I can't tell you what you're going to love most about running a marathon, but some part of you already suspects what it might be. I'm going to try to engage in a conversation with that part and develop it. A little background on Daniel. His father was a hypnotherapist, which was his gateway into the profession. I connected with Daniel about that because I grew up in a family business. But instead of asking my friends to come over to be hypnotized, I would convince my friends to ride in a refrigerated truck with me while I made deliveries. My father was a wholesaler of meats and cheeses for restaurants and delis. Not as sexy as being a hypnotherapist. Dan and I connected right away. When we first met in the lobby of his building, we started to talk about pizza and our favorite pizza places in my neighborhood. Also, Comic-Con just wrapped, so we started chatting about TV shows and movies that we were excited for, and then we started talking about video games, and not only that, but we're both recently engaged, so we started talking about our fiancés. Daniel made me feel extremely comfortable. I was at ease. I trusted him, not only because he's a professional, but he's a good dude. I mean, due to the 
nature of our relationship, I wouldn't say that we're friends, but I don't know, say if we were in an alternate universe and Jenna met Daniel's fiance and they really hit it off. And then Jenna was like, oh, we're going out to dinner on Saturday with them. I I would look forward to that. So before the session begins, Daniel asked me about my goals and why I was there. How would you like to feel when you're running this marathon? While I'm running or while I'm training? While you're running. (laughs) Not tired. (laughs) What made you laugh? Because I'm like, I'll jog for like five minutes. And I'm like, oh, kill me. And then I realize like, oh, in April, I'm going to have to jog for hours. Right on. I'll tell you what, that, that big laugh was a, a good state to take with you while you're doing that jogging for hours. What words would you use to describe how you'd like to feel while you're training? How would I like to feel? I guess good about myself. Mm-hmm. So talking about that, what do you think some of the benefits of this process might be when you're actually in a good flow? And I mean, when is the marathon, by the way? April. So we've got, what, nine months? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Nine months of training. Between now and then, if you even loosely keep this regimen up, you'll be an animal. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be in the best shape of your life, man, in a couple months, let alone nine months from now. What do you think some of the benefits of that might be? Of getting in shape or... Yeah. Uh, I'll look better. I'll feel better. Uh, today I was running up the stairs for a train and I wasn't out of breath, which was like a big deal. So... It's interesting when we start noticing that stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I noticed my eating habits have changed a little. And uh, yeah, I just think... it. This is like affecting me and more than just training for a marathon. It's just how my overall look on uh, my well-being has changed too. Uh, So again, as mentioned before, what we're really engaging in as we do the hypnotherapy today is a kind of brain training to get you into the positive psychology of how you'd like to feel going through this process, but not only how you'd like to feel, how the results will feel, a positive end state of doing all this work that you're doing. So, you know, that as you were talking before about looking better and feeling better, the actual internal state of that, what that will be like for you. So you can use that as fuel through the process. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that this is just a portion of my hypnotherapy session. And if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, please don't follow these instructions. And we'll both begin by taking a deep cleansing breath. And just continuing by letting the breathing be easy and natural. And letting your attention rest with your senses. Noticing the sound and tone of my voice. The other sounds in the room around us. Listening to everything as if hearing one sound. And just imagining what it might feel like if a wave of relaxation were to move over the body now. I have a quick question. Yes, sir. Am I supposed to be falling asleep or no? No. Oh. This is the part where I fell asleep. I'll tell you, it's it's absolutely all right if you were to dip into a little bit of sleep. The, the exercise of hypnotherapy usually does take place in that liminal space between asleep and awake, which okay. is kind of why all this relaxation is happening. Uh, that said, 
yeah, there's no right way necessarily. Daniel used a lot of visual tools. Using your imagination, I'd just like you to imagine sitting in the audience of a movie theater, feeling a comfortable chair beneath you, the armrests on either side, seeing the screen before you, and just letting me know when you can see that. Yes, I see that. Beautiful. So up on the screen now, I'd like you to imagine a scene from the near future that your subconscious mind is already somewhat aware of. A scene of you in what could be September, maybe later in August, walking in your neighborhood, coming from somewhere and going somewhere else. And as you see yourself there, you can tell. You're there in South Williamsburg. There's something new and different there in your shoulders, in your eyes, in your facial expression, in your chest, in the nonverbal body language as it moves. Something nonverbally suggesting a feeling of looseness, relaxation, the work you've been putting in. You can see in the way that you're walking the results of the running you've been doing, the jogging, the yoga, the going to the gym, whatever other training you're doing, all of that non-verbally there in the body as your mind's not thinking about what it doesn't have to think about. And staying with your imagination, I'd like you to just let your awareness float into the screen and be there first person, if you haven't already. Imagining what it would feel like to be there. The feet on the ground as you go for a walk in Williamsburg sometime later in the summer, maybe early in the fall. The body feeling relaxed, light, loose, strong. The mind not thinking about what it doesn't have to think about. As you just enjoy this walk. In your mind, I'd like you to notice that you're also holding a remote control there that will allow you to fast forward, rewind, and play back this scene. Feeling free to rewind, noticing what it looks like as you're beginning that run and carrying with you all the resources that we've explored here thus far, noticing how there's no resistance to it, how there's no voice in the mind, no procrastination. Rather, this connection as it's beginning to how it will feel when it's over this connection in the beginning to how it will feel to be just present, light, positive, relaxed. The session was over an hour, and I really think this was my biggest takeaway during my time with Daniel. I am not going to project onto you the way I think you should experience this marathon or the training or anything like that. I'm going to work with what you brought in with you today. My hypnotherapy session with Daniel was on one of my off days from running. The following day, I had my best run yet. I don't know if it was the hypnotherapy that helped me run 1.1 miles without stopping, because there are a lot of things to factor in. 1. The weather was 72 degrees. 2. I ran in Central Park. No, that's not bragging. But I ran without any traffic or automobiles around, so I found my pacing to be much more relaxed. 3. This was the first run I went on where I really focused on my breathing technique. 4. I ate very well that day. And 5. I listened to RTJ3, and I seemed to have my best runs while listening to hip-hop. So combine that with a clear head and feeling positive about my training, it makes sense why I had my best run yet. Let's flash forward a couple of weeks from that session. 
I haven't had a run as well as I did after my session with Daniel, but keep in mind that I haven't jogged under the same circumstances either. The other day, Jenna and I were walking in the neighborhood, and I turned to her and I said, It's a nice day for a jog, in which she replied, Who are you? Even though I said that, I still didn't look forward to my jog that day. I'm not thrilled about my progress, but I am at peace with the pace I have set for myself. I think that hypnotherapy really helped me put certain things into perspective, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I really thought I was going to just sit back in a chair and be brainwashed to love running. But this isn't science fiction. Daniel is not Hugo Strange or Bugs Bunny or even the tea drinking lady from Get Out. Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. Hypnotherapy is therapy. It is a continual process. And my takeaway from my session with Daniel was... I'm going to work with what you brought in with you today. A couple of episodes back, Jenna told me to just trust the process. The process right now is running every other day and twice on the weekends. Well, twice when I feel like it. And maybe it's because I'm still on my Mad Men binge, but what I need to do right now is just do the work. Or go in your bedroom, get in uniform, fix your bayonet, and hit the parade. Do the work, Don. There are no tricks. There are no shortcuts. The only thing I can do is reframe my approach and do the work. That's it for Marathon Man this week. If you're interested in hypnotherapy, you should check out Daniel's practice, the Center for Integrative Hypnosis. Check out his website, danielryancrt.com, or email him, danielryancrt at gmail.com. It'll be in the show description. If you like the show, share it with a friend, and remember to subscribe and rate the show on your favorite podcast app. If you want to track my progress, follow me on Instagram at marathonmanpod. I have to get better at posting pictures there. If you want to send me words of encouragement or Simpsons GIFs, follow me on Twitter at Matthew underscore Bogart. Marathon Man is a Wonder Wheel Media production, and new shows drop every Thursday. See you next week. Thank you.